this sounds good. You never know with new recording gear. Um, fuck, this rental car is hot. Everything's so damn hot here. Um, right, notes. Touchdown in Las Vegas, skipping the slots and hitting the road. Seems like this pandemic is just beginning to lock things down at home, so I'm hoping here's a bit slower, buying me enough time to... Shit. That was quicker than I expected. <clears throat> hey, Sandra. Bastion, where are you? You okay? Um, yeah, yeah, Listen, sure. I just uh, came in to grab a few things. Company is having everyone work from home, but we cannot slow down. Production on Pandemic Diaries needs to start before the end of the week. So, we're going to be coordinating a group call thing. Set that up and be early in case Sandra, look, I can't. And why not? I'm in Nevada. Where? Nevada. Look, we talked about that story. You went? And, well, yeah. With everything going on? There's a pandemic, and you're where? I I'm headed to Palomas, Arizona, about the Angel Perez story. What story? That missing kid you keep talking about? That's not a story, Seba. That's a shame. Look, Sandra, Palomas, Arizona is a small town entering the pandemic with no municipal police force. They're too small to afford it. There's a story in that. 460,000 kids go missing every year in the U.S., about 138 in the state of Arizona. And while I think this is an opportunity to give visibility to those numbers, Sandra, those kids are at least being looked for. This kid, Angel, is from a town without the resources to find Shut him. Up. So we have... You're shitting me. No one looked for him, Sandra. That's strange. I think I got a good story out here. There is only one story. It's about whether or not to hold graduation ceremonies. It's about how our government can't organize testing. It's about love in the time of COVID. It's about listener engagement for my podcast skyrocketing in the next week and me missing an assistant. Look, I'm sorry, but you said I could follow this. I did this. not say you okay. could follow yes. this. Yes, no, you did. I said I don't care. Exactly. If you don't care, I then don't why care are we... I don't care about Angel Perez. I care about how I'm looking at a mountain of content to create fucking yesterday, and my assistant producer is off chasing bullshit in a desert. No, I've always done everything you asked me and more, Sandra. Yeah, that's your job, Seba. You work for the lead producer of the number two podcast network in the well, country. Well, I did that, and you have... Never, ever giving me the one. shot that I deserve to head up my own story. I'm pissed because I was depending on you, you idiot. Ugh, you know, you don't exactly just get coffee around here. Yeah, well, I also don't get credit. Well, it's a shit time to make a point. What does he always say around here? Um, say what you see. Whenever you're stuck, just say what you see. Honestly, what do you see in Angel Perez? Honestly, I see two six-episode seasons that will drive enough ad revenue to keep your business booming while everyone else is sheltered in place. Not to mention the perks of you having a celebrity on your roster. So. Oh! I will be. This story is my ticket. I'm out here to do what you taught me to do, Sandra. Then go.
take the wheat, produce something. But Sebastian, come back with nothing. You can collect unemployment with everyone else. You really fucked me on this. Hey, Sandra, I'm doing you a favor. Two seasons. Okay, we're going to be number one. I'm saying it better. Be safe out there, huh? Yeah, yeah, you too. I'll be in touch. Thank you, boss. Wash your hands. And like that, I'm off in the deep. Now, I may have talked up my prospects a bit, but my skill is journalism. And that finds truth at the bottom of anything, no matter what. But my talent is storytelling, and that, if need be, can make something out of nothing. This rental doesn't have the GPS that I paid for, but fuck it. Let's fire up the Google Maps and Spotify. Let's make a story. turns and an extra two fucking hours, I have finally arrived. Google Maps drove right past this place, so it was sketchy finding a way in. First impressions. Palomas, Arizona isn't just small, it's barely a mark on the map. My research on this place, even on city data, is thin and out of date. Couldn't find any numbers in the directories online, it's just not a lot there. Probably because there's not a lot here. After six hours of anticipation, I'm laying eyes on what looks like an echo of a desert town. The desert barely recedes around the place. Nothing is over two stories and everything's covered in dust. Only a few closed storefronts, maybe a stoplight or two. I'm only sure this is the right place because of a single sign at the town's edge that says, Palomas, un misterio de la fe which, thanks to Sister Alameda from CCD class, I know is the mystery of the faith. Even if that never quite stuck for me. I guess the sign actually said a mystery of the faith, which is <laughs> unique. And besides, this town is home to a mystery that is closer to the weary world, and further from God. Now, don't lay it on too thick. Just, just focus. Seba, just whew. say what you see. In actuality, this place, shuttered for the shelter in place, doesn't even look like it used to be anything. It looks like I never got the chance. It's just me and dust in the streets. But it is home to Angel Perez, reported missing by his mother a month ago, according to the National Missing Children's Database, at 13 years of age. Without having access to the resources from a police force for a proper search, the case seems to have gone cold way too early. I mean, this small town may not have the money to contract police, but they deserve to be supported. Christ. 
But if this town was a model of neighborly support in a time of crisis, I can't tell. No posters and shop windows, no gatherings or memorials. The place looks like it was abandoned months ago. The desert's taking its sweet time swallowing the town whole. Jeez, I gotta piss. Now I just gotta find this Airbnb without GPS. God help me. Okay, not exactly dignified. Um, I couldn't find my B&B, so I ducked behind the pharmacy, and... Well, I'm no longer in a rush to find the B&B. And since I parked in this town square, I thought I'd mobilize my original plan to meet the locals, ask a few questions, contextualize on his disappearance, and then get pointed to his family. Small towns such as this, I bet, are no more than one degree of separation. Unfortunately, they're taking their shelter in place awful seriously, and I'm looking at shuttered storefronts. This locked-up grocery with some produce-looking past due. Ruthie's Diner with some dust on the tabletops. Antique shop. <laughs> really? Whole thing's an antique. Including the phone booth. Christ, an honest-to-goodness phone booth. <sighs> at least the sun is less harsh now that it's evening. I'm grateful it's cooling down. The sky is making room for night with darker blues, and the sun is... Well, it's a really honestly beautiful sunset. Across from all the empty businesses along this main drag is a park. It's empty, with the exception of a monument. Unadorned. An austere obelisk piercing the open sky. You know, I've always been buried in one city or another. Cramped among people I loved, others I hated. The consistent hum of everything permeating my entire life. So, it's not easy to imagine growing up in all this quiet. The stillness. Isolation. I wonder if Angel found that this sky is all he ever needed. If he just fit in this small town life. Or did he dream bigger than the town limits? Just makes me wonder if maybe he actually just... Oh, shit. Just say what you see. Um, I'm looking at a dog. Or like a coyote. I thought coyotes were smaller. This one seems a bit big. And pissed. I'm just gonna slowly... Oh, wow. Okay, Christ. I'm I'm just gonna stay still. I'm just gonna stay still. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm looking at the car. I made a little distance, but... What I really have to wonder... Is how quick this thing is. Because I think I can make it. I can make it. It's just a coyote. It's just a hungry coyote. What the hell? <laughs> Fuck it. It's not giving up. We gotta get out of here.
shit. Holy shit, what was that? Oh. I, uh, uh, I gotta assume that thing is still, I don't know, hunting. Fuck, I'm shaking. I gotta find this B&B, like, now. Finally got in. Lucky I even found the place, but it was locked. So I called my host, who wasn't even expecting me with the shelter-in-place orders nationwide. He assumed I'd cancel with the country closing down, but I explained to him that I was here for work, that this listing was my only option because this town doesn't have a hotel, and I'd been driving for six hours, had to finally piss behind some closed pharmacy, I got chased by a wild freaking animal, and I can't go back without... I explained to him that I was not leaving. So he finally gave up the location of a hidden key. So hidden, in fact, he forgot where he goddamn put it. Had me checking under two fake rocks, a flower pot, and some ceramic cocapelli. I found myself in the mailbox and just let myself in, which was tough in the dark while I was still rattled. Before the call dropped, because reception sucks so much here. He was apologizing for the confusion, talking about how it was apparently his grandmother's place. And when she recently passed, he cleaned up the first floor of the duplex and ran out of time to do much else. The old lady apparently rented the second floor at some point, so his wife had the idea to remotely host, precisely because there is no hotel for people driving through this stretch of desert. I got to ask him if he knew Angel Perez. And he said he knows no one in Palomas. Didn't even spend the night. And due to the lockdown, he said he wouldn't be running the place and told me to just lock up when I left. Sounds like he's going to cut the loss and just not do this again. So this is my palace. Serviceable. Old. No internet, as advertised. Gas stove works, thank God. Some retro dishes. The glasses are cloudy with age. And everything creaks. Not falling apart, but not really holding it together. I know the feeling. I'm in the first floor of a duplex that looks as though it used to be in a row, but is currently the only one left standing. Either side is home to a neglected garden and a tenacious tree. One tree is large and sprawling, and the other's frail and petite. Both are bare and look like they're made of knuckles. <sighs> I'm just going to unpack. And then, yeah, there are some cans scattered in the cupboards to heat something up. Thank God. And I think that's going to have to be it for the night. Because today's a fucking wash. Testing, testing, and here we are, deep night now in the old Paloma's Palace. Now taking notes on the actual interview audio setup that I invested a bucket of money in for not having any interviews today to show for it. But today is not a complete bust because Dio Holy taught your boy how to make the most of a bad day. <laughs> on plane trip. He used to take his business card and fold up just a bit of weed. 
just enough to sleep easy in whatever strange city he landed in. Now, I don't have a business card, but Sandra has a bunch. She won't miss this one. Because today has tried to kill me, but you son of a bitch, I'm still here. I fly across the country to this nowhere fucking town, get locked out of the place I already paid for, and now I have everyone hiding in some hole so I can't interview them. Oh, <laughs> how about being chased by a wild fucking dog? How about being faster than a wild fucking dog? I'm the good guy here. I'm the one trying to help to, <coughs> to do a story about the kid. No one, I mean, I care. And maybe that's it. No, I'm not the good guy. I'm the guy who came here just to find something tragic, universally off-putting, but undeniably mysterious. <coughs> Something to tap a primal response in an audience and get them to click the first installment of a six-part serial true crime mystery. Ángel Pérez, 13 years old, mysteriously missing and last seen in the desert outside of town. And even more mysteriously, no one looked for him. No local announcements, no local stories. Boy's invisible. And you, dear listener, monthly contributor, would never know it if not for an intrepid good guy journalist who never expected to become a household name when he was exposing this story to light. And you won't know if it's a happy ending until the last five minutes of the finale. Except, there's no story. It's just a shame. Turns out to make something out of nothing, you still need something. Maybe Sandra's right. Maybe now's not the time to make a point. I wonder how expensive it'd be to fly back early. Might have to drive if they ground flights with everything going on. God, what a mess. It's just... just isn't a story. Sorry, Anil. I'll just pack this shit up in the morning. Pop! Pop! Where are you? I was nine when my father took me to these dunes in Michigan.
it was another planet. And I was excited as hell to be doing anything with my pop, let alone this actual adventure. Um, and got out of the parking lot and there was this eight-story wall of sand rising from the blacktop. But that young, I tackled the climb. Just kept my father in the corner of my eye. And at the top, I looked over into an entirely new world. It's wilderness. Gnarled trees and patches of long grass half buried in sand. And we walked for hours. And I examined every life form I encountered along the way. Every plant and strange rock met with inspection. I'd run ahead to climb a large dune at some point. And when I looked around, I saw sand in every direction as far as I could see. The fog rolled in quickly. The long vistas were swallowed by soft white. And when I turned to find my father, he was gone. He was calling for me, but his voice was fainted by the sand. I could barely hear him over my heart, heaving with panic. I went searching for him in the fog, calling out, but I felt hunted. There's something I couldn't see, but it could smell me through the haze. And then night fell, and the quiet grew harder, and I was exhausted and hopeless. I fell into the sand, and I cried in the dark. I was lost. Angel Perez is lost. And I can think of nothing worse than being lost, unclaimed, left, and to know in your heart no one will ever find you. No one should have to feel that lost. So I'm staying. I'm staying. And I'm going to find Angel Perez. Hey fam, you're listening to The Fifth World, written by Gabriel Ruiz and co-directed with Lorena Diaz. This episode features ensemble members Sandra Marquez as Sandra and Gabriel Ruiz as Seba. None of this is possible without editing by Giselle Castro and additional mixing and audio production by Mikael Fixel. Funding provided by Ventures Theater Fund and Chicago Latino Theater Alliance. Teatro Vista is going multimedia to bring the four walls of the theater to you. Forward together. This is a Teatro Vista joint.